The entire team at Emsolation want to acknowledge that we are gathered on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We want to recognise that we are recording and telling our stories on the stolen land of our country's first storytellers. We wish to pay our respects to all Wurundjeri elders and ancestors and to extend that respect to any First Nations peoples who listen to Emsolation. We recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's continued connection to the land and waters of this country and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be. You're making us wonder what is under the shorts. And Michael Lucas. Can I just say, can he claim a tax deduction on the OnlyFans? Because if so, this job is really paying off. This is Emsolation. What does it do in your waters, in your ethical place? You don't You're in Emsolation. Well, hello there and welcome to Emsolation. My name is Em Rossiano. I'm a writer, a singer, a stand-up comedian, a maximalist power queen, a neurodivergent magic brain and a podcaster. And together with my best friend since I was 11, screenwriter, actor and Logie Award winner, Mr Michael Lucas, I bring you this podcast. Hello. Well, as I sit here with you, we have just gone live on the big family meeting for the big announcement on what is happening with Emsolation and how we're evolving and growing and coming out of a chrysalis to become a beautiful butterfly, although we will live longer than a butterfly. You know, it's really sad. Like, they do all that work and then butterflies only live for, like, two days or something. It's not great. But anyway, if you weren't present for the Emsolation family meeting, the big announcement is happening again at the end of this podcast. Don't worry. It's all there. We also talk about the... Look, I found myself on an algorithm with men who exercise wearing shorts but nothing underneath those shorts, no athletic support. So their wang, look, it jumps around like a marionette, like a flash marionette beneath a sport. (laughs) I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, I was wondering why all of a sudden there's this spate of men exercising with their dongs waggling. Turns out through some deep investigative journalism... I was able to come to a conclusion. I found a solution. I found the reason why. If you've been following us on our Instagram page, you'll notice that we have tweaked the content slightly because do you know what we've noticed? When we put videos up of either my child or of big donged men exercising and me reacting to the movement in their shorts, oh my God, the analytics go through the roof. Videos are watched hundreds of thousands of times. But when we put up beautifully manicured, produced professional videos, oh no, you bitches, 10 of you will watch it. But there's a dude in sport shorts with a big waggling penis. Ah, 25,000 of you are in. Don't worry, I see you, you thirsty moles. (laughs) But I needed to understand why. So get ready for that. Also, there is some fan fiction coming your way. Fernando Alonso and Taylor Swift go on their first date, as imagined by me. We talk about the Met Gala. What else? Oh, we talk about Anthony Albanese and how we feel about him attending a certain wedding over the weekend. And then, of course, the big announcement happens. If you were part of the live last night and you, how do I say this, Hmm, committed, if you took our relationship to the next level, Thank you. Thank you. If you have no idea what I am talking about, don't worry, you're about to. I'm going now because it is a big old jam-packed episode. Do you know why? Because I think a few of you might be here for the first time because you're having a little sticky beak. You want to know what the announcement is. So I'm like, let's give them something amazing. Let's give them a sample, a taster. Let's give them a charcuterie board of what Emsolation is about. Thank you for being here. Let's go. Play the music. Michael Lucas, 
sitting here in a Steel Magnolias t-shirt. I know. Weezer. Exactly. It's a very, it's a very scarlet red t-shirt. A little bit too much for the liking, but I had to buy it, obviously. Oh, it's amazing. And as you pointed out, I should have really bought it for you. <laughs> you can borrow it. I'm not crazy. I've just been in a very bad mood for 40 years. Weezer. Drum. Eat shit and die. Oh, God, that movie. I just, it's perfect. And I don't want to go back and watch. I haven't watched it in quite a while. Does it still hold up? Still Magnolias? I worry uh, that there's going to be a whole racial dimension that we were remiss not to notice. But we can just focus on like the the friendship slash uh, frenemy situation between Weezer and Clarie. Clarie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yes, Olympia Dukakis. It's just <sighs> I'm going to have to watch it again. I'm going to have to watch it. My children haven't seen it. Oh, my God. They haven't seen The Bodyguard either. That would be another interesting one to see how. <laughs> they've not even been taken to the musical. No, it was just you and I. Oh, what a oh, night. Remember, cross ourselves, the bodyguard, the musical. We can't. We're looking at each other now going, we shall never speak. <laughs> we were so entertained that we night. We were so entertained and not for the right reasons. No. But nonetheless, what a night. What a night. <laughs> Look, before we get into all the things we have to get into, we wanted to address the really sad and tragic passing of Jock Zonfrillo. He was somebody, obviously a large media figure, a, a friend of this show and, um, I don't know, just a shock. And, Michael, I didn't want to spend great time dissecting it because I feel like out of respect to his family and so many other people are already doing that and inserting themselves, you know, in, in the Grief Olympics. I don't know. I just wanted to keep it really short. Mm. Yeah, but I wanted to touch on it, though, because, you know, he, he burst to fame around the same time this show started. And for people that were listening from the very beginning, they, yeah. they would remember we talked about him a lot. We did. And, and he it, graciously came on the show. He did. He did. And and then I got to meet him in real life. You do, you too. Mm-hmm. And he could not have been more great. I mean, our little window and a strange window that we had into him, we had a lot of jokes about him, me joking about how hot he was. Yeah. But yeah. he dealt with it with such grace yeah. and good humour and warmth. And and, um, and the only other thing that I kept thinking of is, you know, I spend a lot of our time, there's so much discussion about, you know, whether you, when you're working on TV, who's good role models, good role models for little girls, good role models for people of colour or anything like that. And and the, the topic of good role models for boys, for straight white men, you know, we can't, you can't forget about that either. Mm. And of course, now I look back and I think he was he was an awesome. He yeah. was passionate. He he was he was open in his emotion and his love for things. He was driven and good humoured and, and and not afraid um, to be vulnerable, admit his mistakes, exactly. Openly love his kids. Yeah, it's it's a huge loss. And I just want to say again, I'm really my heart goes out to his four children, his wife, everyone who knew and loved him. You know. The cast of MasterChef, it's a it's a really big gloss and it feels like people really don't know what to do with it because mm. I don't think this has ever really happened before. No. Someone who's currently on television, you know, at the height of their popularity and success to be kind of ripped out of that landscape and out of our lives so I know. We were just about suddenly. to settle down for our winter with, mm. with Jock mm. and Andy and Melissa, as we always do. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a huge shock and a huge loss. Yeah, so go well, friend. Um, obviously greatly missed and, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much all we wanted to, to say on it. This is Emsolation. Entertainment reporter Michael Lucas <laughs> has a story that has captivated him over the weekend. He desperately wanted to talk about it and it was... Basically, Australian royalty getting married. I speak of Carl Sanderlands' wedding. I just need to clarify right from the start. I have never in my life been interested in a Carl Sanderlands story prior to this. <laughs> um, for those of us who don't live in Sydney, uh, it's a bit mystifying, the Carl mystique. I mean, he is absolutely... He does... His show obviously goes nationally mm. to a certain extent, but he's, he's he's Sydney's radio king. Oh, I'm well aware. I went up against him for two years. Yeah. <laughs> Quite the contrast. I have been Carl Sanderlands' direct rival and copped that heat. Yeah. He's not afraid to shit on his rivals publicly <laughs> via any means necessary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, he comes out swinging. And uh, nor have I been interested in in his love life, although I do seem to remember 
was it a scandalous singer that he was together with? Yes. Yeah. <gasps> oh, now what was it? Tegan. Tam- wait a minute. I Tamara Jaber? Oh, my, oh my God. God. Maybe I am interested in him and I don't know. Did you, did you just pull Tamara Jaber out of nowhere? Maybe it's wrong. I think you're right. Oh, my God. Yep, yep, I'm right, I'm right. Born wow. 1992, that's right. Good for her. Good for you. Thank you. That's she, right. She was actually his wife. That's right. For two years. What was the band she was in? Scandalous. Scandalous. Yes. yes. No, it was Scandal Us. Of course, apostrophe us. And I remember they had a stunning performance involving a lute that really captivated me once. There's not enough lute in pop music, I always say. <laughs> so anyway. he's getting married again. To a PA now, his former PA. Yes. T- Taylor's oldest time. What's her name? No idea. Bullshit. I don't have any idea about it. I really don't. I want to say... Okay. Tegan. Oh, that sounds right. Tegan, I think it is. That's what... And they've got a baby called... Uh, Otto. Yes. Yeah, Tegan. Tegan Kyniston. Yes. Also sounds like the kind of person that would ring into the radio station. I feel like we've we've got Tegan now. Yeah. Yeah. So they got married in a $1 million wedding... Yes. But the reason you were interested in this... ..is because <laughs> attending the wedding was our Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese. And I genuinely don't know what I think about it. It was quite the hot topic of discussion. I just think it says more about Kyle than Albo. For me, it felt like he just wanted the most powerful person in Australia, which is, you know, arguably the Prime yes. Minister... At his wedding. And it I is think, a flex. He also had the New South Wales Premier there. And I think whoever those people w- were to be, whether it had been Scott Morrison or Julia Gillard or whatever, you know, whoever the Prime Minister was, mm. regardless of politics, Kyle just wanted him there. And I did put this online. It just reminded me of the dad of Muriel's wedding. Bill Heslop. At the mum's funeral. Oh, absolutely. And who then, else gets the Prime No, who yeah. was it? The Premier? Or Pro, no, Prime Minister, Prime Bob Minister. Hawke. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Look at those mongrels. Look at them. Put that in your papers, you mongrel bastards. I've still got friends. How many families get telegrams from former Prime Ministers when somebody dies? I'm not forgotten. <laughs> oh, I'm, I still matter in this town. It just had real... Bell Heslop energy about it. Oh, totally. I I mean, it says something about Kyle, but it says something that I think I already knew about Kyle. True. Whereas Elbow, I don't think I saw it coming. And I was a little bit confused because obviously to say that Kyle has had some worrying scandals on air in the past is a, something of an understatement. Totally. I mean, he's, he's, there's been so many points of complaint against him. And in addition to that, his best man was John Ibrahim. <laughs> Famously not convicted of anything, but... Never convicted. Yeah, Teflon John. He had a few um, drug lords at the wedding. And amidst them, possibly spinning a disc, our Prime Minister. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like It feels somehow... Also, the fact that Albo went... And also... Could Albo even name the bride? Would you go to a wedding? He literally turned up to a stranger's wedding. Yeah, well, uh, yes, but... (laughs) That's my worst nightmare. Also, Sanderlands and Jackie O famously both backed Scott Morrison at the last election. (laughs) But maybe this is great. Maybe this is reaching across the aisle. I don't know. My first initial instinct was, Elbow, what are you doing? But then I saw that Andrew Bolt had written a whole article criticising Elbow for going. So that shook me. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I need to rethink this. But so we went to that wedding and then he's just been, he's obviously in London for the coronation where he will pledge allegiance to the king. And obviously, I, you know, I have no issue with that. I know he has to. But he went, he did an hour-long interview with Piers Morgan, famously conservative, Rupert Murdoch puppet, Madonna-hating Piers Morgan. So Albert- what is he doing? But is it good? Is he reaching across the aisle? Is it? If I put on my, like, elbow-supporting glasses, I'm like, you know what? He's he's pushing through the voice. He knows it's complicated. He needs to go right into the centre and just pull him. Like, can Kyle really campaign against the voice if he's had elbow-spinning discs at his wedding? Is that how it happens? Is that what it's about? I think Kyle can absolutely do whatever the fuck Kyle wants. <sighs> I think he's proven that time and time, time again. What does it do in your waters, in your ethical care. place? You don't care. I'm sorry, I just don't care. The most opinionated <laughs> woman. I'm not opinionated. 
I'm not. No, but opinionated. you're very, you're very like, you're very one pole or the other normally. No, but you know what? Apathy as... isn't normally your place. As I am getting older. Would you have gone if you were him? No. <gasps> you wouldn't have. Okay. But purely because I wouldn't have known anyone. Who would I have made small talk with? Well, like... Chris Minns, Labor Premier. <laughs> 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 no, I just genuinely am now kind of sitting in a, a place where. I don't need to force, a, like if a thought and an opinion and an emotion doesn't come instantly to me, it just gets filed in the, oh, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Would we say that's progress or just middle age? <laughs> I don't know. Or is it she's just given up? But I wish them well. May the happy couple be happy and um, I'm sure Kyle will be a ring bearer at elbows in Well, and nuptials. yes, a reminder to regular emsolation, of course, the famous prediction. Yes. For 2023. Elbow was, will get married this year. Or and, engaged, at the very least. And I'm guessing now we have to assume Carl Sanderlens is on the guest list. And that Elbow will DJ at his own. I name. mean, we, that's right. <laughs> In fact, the mic could go directly from Kyle to Missy Higgins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The Emsolation Instagram has really been popping off lately. And our numbers are up. The engagement is ridiculous. And I've really shifted tactics, specifically posting one type of video that is just capturing everyone's imagination. Mm. And it is big, big dicked men exercising sans jocks. Mm, mm. These videos started coming to me thick and fast, let me tell you. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. obviously on oh, the algorithm. Oh, I've been seeing them. <laughs> I've been seeing you reacting to a bouncing dong a lot, a lot more than I thought I would in my life. But the Dong video, that genre is huge. <laughs> pun intended. Like, pun intended. Truly, it's a whole vibe. Like there's there's big dong exercise talk. Just as there's ADHD talk and I don't know, whatever, all the talks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gay talk, straight talk. There is <laughs> is, is there a big dong exercise big dong, community? Yes. And I looked into it. Of course you did. I was obsessed. Yeah. So this is like an insulation. Special investigation. Oh my god. Into big donged men exercising sans jocks. I have my own uh, perspective on some some oh, of this. Okay. So anyway, let's let me describe it. Okay, yeah, go, go, go. Yeah. There's a bunch of videos going around that seem innocent enough. Men in exercise gear. Just showing you their exercise moves. You're doing some yoga, doing some jump rope. But then if you're... Kettlebells. Yeah, the whole thing. Great. Wholesome fun. But if you kind of look closer, you'll realise that all of these videos have another thing in common. That in the short area of the man, when they are performing aggressive exercise moves, their dong... It's just living its best life. It's roaming free. Mm. It's thigh slapping. Mm-hmm. It's swinging around. Mm-hmm. Clearly this man, oh, my gosh, how embarrassing, has forgotten to pop an athletic support on. Mm. And now I've come to realise that is very deliberate. Mm. Now you tell me your observation and then I'm going to tell you what this phenomenon actually is because I have done a special investigation. <laughs> Go. I would... <laughs> Do I need to get I, the high gay button ready? Uh, no, I think this would make me a bad Do you know what would gay. work here? How, how did you feel when your pe- penis fell off? <laughs> how did you feel when your penis fell off? This could happen. Some of them are going quite hard. Go. All I was going to say was that I, uh, my husband calls the exercise that I do in my house my jumping around thing because I use an app and I do, like, you know, interim training or oh, whatever. Oh, I've seen you attempting a hit workout. <laughs> oh, wow. There's clearly a whole other. What it is, what I would liken it to is when you watch Katy Perry do Corrie, that mm. is you, <laughs> but you're trying to copy someone do exercise. You attack it with the same charisma as Katy attacks Corrie. <laughs> <laughs> it's very deliberate and studied and nerdy and bouncy. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. I'm across. I can see you doing well, it now. You're very, like, precise. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, the, the the end of this story is that sometimes... What? <laughs> sometimes when you exercise without underwear on, or I don't have, a, like, a jock strap or anything like that, but I've got underwear, but sometimes without, you do notice that it does make you look like you are just enormously well hung. <sighs> even if it is just... Yeah, I feel like it as it flips against the pants, it creates an effect. Tell me. 
And I feel like mm. you should never assume that mm. these men have absolutely... I mean, not saying that I don't, obviously, but <laughs> you should never assume that yeah. they have elephant proportions because sometimes when I've noticed I've been... Like, if it's at night and I can see my reflection in a window, I'm like, Jesus, what's going on down there? And I realise it's you, just it's you, the flick do element. Do you yeah. look at yourself? I don't. I, I stop and, I, and then I stop moving and then it stops. <laughs> But that's all I would say. I would say that maybe men are very excited about this because it is a way of emphasising the pendulum-like swing. What is your What is your investigation? Well, what if I can tell you? Oh shit! That they are in fact of elephant proportions. Really? Because I've gone down the tunnel, the rabbit hole. Don't mm. worry. This is all an elaborate ruse to advertise their OnlyFans accounts. Right. Ah. Uh, you know how many OnlyFans did you pay for to know that you know. complete this? <laughs> no, some Scott, of them. Scott, I need the credit card. <laughs> I'm doing journalism. I mean, <laughs> part of that sentence is ridiculous. I know. Sorry. <laughs> and sadly, it's not even the journalism bit. That's not what's ridiculous. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I, because you can't mention OnlyFans on Instagram. You can't have any nudity. Like, Can you not? No, the algorithm will squash you and you get kicked off. You get a warning. No OnlyFans mentions, right? I think you can maybe have OF in your bio, maybe with the link, but really? Instagram really don't want you anywhere near OnlyFans. Right. So these men mm. post these thirst traps. Mm. But I just want to point out they're stunning. They're like they're a gentle thirst trap. They're the perfect kind of draw-in for women specifically because we don't want a dick pic. It's very aggressive. Like mm. it's straight away. There's no magistry. There's Do you no want mystique. A suggestion. There's no correct. This An evocative like, suggestion. Yes. This is like a female director has directed these men while they're doing their Pilates. Mm. And they're like, just a hint, Jared, just a hint. But, you know, pop the grey short on. Okay, now let's not look at it. Let's smile at the camera. Let's have our water bottle. Let's talk about the weather. Mm. Let the dong do the talking. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And this is why I've just, I just think it's the perfect way to get women to your OnlyFans because you're not being overtly aggressive. Mm. You're mm. making us wonder, what is under the shorts? <laughs> and these men... So you've been there. You've you've clicked on the OnlyFans. Well, no, I didn't buy an OnlyFans, but uh, I did have no judgment here. Other members of the team do did you? voluntary investigation. Can we get names? Ben Wasley. <laughs> Hi, Gay. And he did this off. Can, his... Is it? Can I just say? Can he claim a tax deduction on the OnlyFans? Because if so. This job is really paying off. Our executive producer, Ben Mosley, <laughs> left no dick unturned, okay? And he did this... <laughs> no dick unclicked. Off his own bat, mm-hmm. right? I didn't ask him to do it. He did it voluntarily. Mm. Or maybe I did ask. But you took it way further than you needed to. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, M. I went to Twitter and there's full nudity. So these, because Twitter's lawless. Twitter is the yes. wild west now. Yes. There's no sheriff. Yes. And so these men have like full porn accounts on Twitter. Yeah. So if you search their names, the big dong exercise dudes on Twitter, mm-hmm. there it is. Oh, right. It's all there no, for you. No short of mystique. No modesty pant. <laughs> Can I just say stunning investigative journalism? She looked him up on Twitter. <laughs> Anyway, I will continue to follow well, this that, How fearless. Can I just say, not since the Watergate investigation. <laughs> but also, how, can I ask, how cooked is your algorithm <laughs> oh, now? My For You page. Oh, my can God. Can I just say, can I, there is nothing. Let me, okay, you get up your For You page and I'll get oh, up my For You page. We should just pass them over and say what, because I have to say, sometimes when you've got Instagram open, sometimes in front of my husband, he'll go, can you look up something on Instagram? And then, of course, when you do, you click, look, it's such a revealing insight into your id. <laughs> I'm scared. Okay, get yours and I'll just hand mine over. Yeah. Okay, that's my, this is all. What will we find out about it? Oh, okay. Oh, yours Jesus. Is, yours is wholesome. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Sharon Merrill. <clears throat> Harry Styles. Yeah. Patrick Swayze in drag. Interesting. A big, muscular, like, hot dude. Yeah. Um, another big, muscular. Oh, my. Madonna? Why do you have so many built men in your that for you That just constantly page? happens anyway. Maybe okay. this would have gone far enough. Wow. Madonna. Took me two scrolls to get to Madonna, though. You've got built men. Baby Spice. Okay. 
Let's just... There are so many men in towels getting dressed. Hi, Gay. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. I didn't expect such homoerotic... Oh, that guy looks Can like... Can I just say, you've got... Like, what's this sort of stuff that you've got going on here? Um, It's know. like a stripper. You've got a stripper with a dude... Okay, so M... The interesting thing is M's Instagram is surprisingly factual. <laughs> like, there's a lot of, like, a lot of text, a lot of text about ADHD, yeah. autism awareness, yeah. sensory defensive something or other, what is it? There's, apt- I would say, 50% of this are text things. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. People say you're superficial, but you go to Instagram to read. <laughs> oh, and the other 50%. Yeah. Okay, I've got, I don't know what this is. Is it a... It's a postpartum pelvic floor situation. It really is. Um, we've got oh, we've got yeah. a drag queen who's dressed up as Pamela Anderson from Barbed Wire. Perfect. Of course we do. On brand. Oh, we're Britney. Of course we do. Perfect. Britney dancing. Yeah. We've got, we've got. I don't th- like. Big donged men. Big donged men. This guy is doing a perfect split. <laughs> We've got, I mean, there's just, also yep. there's every once in a while, like we've got an entire, all of these men river dancing with skipping ropes. I mean, <laughs> my one is so basic compared to yours. I don't even know what is going on with this. Here's some little weird creature being fed. I don't know what that is. Not a demogorgon. It's a, it's demogorgon. a baby bird. <laughs> oh, Tina Turner, of course. <laughs> Pedro Pascal is united us. What a win for him. Yeah. What a win. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> Michael can't look away. He's intrigued. By it him. is so fascinating. <laughs> it's more, can I just say that it? I had imagined chaos and it's even more so than I imagined. It actually is a very good distillation of your personality. Well done, our word. <laughs> well done on being who I am. Mm. So anyway, in case you were wondering why we all of a sudden had the focus on the emsolation socials of this particular genre of video, don't worry, there's many more coming. So, mm. uh Now, before we get to our big announcement, today's the day, finally, I can reveal to you what's been going on. If you attended the family meeting last night, you already know. But before we get to that, a very exciting situation did arise and we briefly touched on it last week and that there are rumours that F1 driver Fernando Alonso is dating Taylor Swift. Rumours, can we just say, stoked by him enormously. Good. She hasn't said it's not true. (laughs) Has she? No. She hasn't said it. Sure. And then... Excitingly enough, at Met Gala this week, Daniel Ricciardo and Anne Hathaway had a very flirty exchange. I saw. I'm so excited. So that obviously requires some fan fiction also. I love it that it's sort of like the vague implication there was that it's somehow related, even though there's a completely two disconnected events. No, but they're related in that an F1 driver. That's right. Has, is publicly Can... kind of admiring a starlet. Okay, sure. Okay, <laughs> yeah. It's a tenuous link. And no, but it's not exactly evidence that they're together, that Taylor and Fernando, but, 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 but we'll continue. Well, I wrote some fan fiction. Of course you did. Um, I also haven't seen any of the Met Gala and I was going to have you show me pictures and I was yes. going to... Okay, so should we... What should we do first? Should we do the Met Gala pictures or should we do the the fan fiction? I love that this is suddenly a democracy. Um, I... I don't mind. I, I, I have the pictures. Right. I'm here. Before we get to the, because we did mention, speaking of Daniel Ricciardo and Anne Hathaway on the red carpet of the Met Gala, obviously Met Gala has happened. And yes, it's a gross display of wealth in these crushing economical times. And and Carl Lagerfeld was awful. Um, he was fat phobic. He was like everything phobic. He was not mm. a very nice man. He was a genius, but also awful. All of that. Can I just look at the frocks? Um, <laughs> I'm without not any guilt. Of course. Of course, of course. All that. Caveat. Yes, yes, yes. I know. We have a selection here put together by Benjamin Wosley. Obviously took a brief window of time out from OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> so what I wanted to do was a lot of you kind of were expecting me to give a commentary on the fashion and I have not, so I thought Michael can show me. Now, I haven't seen these pictures or these outfits yet, and I'm going to describe exactly what I see. I will give you my opinion on the spot. I'm going to unmask and go into pure ADHD headspace. It's going to be a lot of talking. You know when you go and see, like, a psychic medium and they just... It like, is. Yeah. It's like an ink blot. So that's what is going to happen So, now. And this is going to be instant fast reaction. She's not, I'm not going to get... Do you know so, who the okay. people are? Yes, because okay. Benjamin, of course, Good. knew to put yeah. it down. I would have no idea. He wasn't just looking at big dick dong. He dudes. wasn't. He's multifaceted. Okay. 
Here we go. Okay. Uh, I present Naomi Campbell in Chanel Couture. Oh, Naomi Campbell wearing some kind of pink silk. It's like she's going to the disco at 12, but then she's also got, I don't know, she's a nymph in a in a play on stage. Remember Sirens with Elle McPherson? She could be in Sirens, but also it's Studio 54. I like it. I would never say anything negative about Naomi because I don't want her to, like, track me down and, like, accost me and hurt me and injure me and assault me. But, I mean, I don't like it, but I'm going to say I like it, so good for her. Good for her. Okay, so now we're going to go to one of our personal heroes, okay. Michaela Cole, who who uh, wrote "I May Destroy You." Yes, I love Michaela Cole. And um, if I knew something about fashion, I could describe, I could pronounce this word: Schiaparelli Couture. Schiaparelli. <laughs> so Schiaparelli is the designer that in um, Emily in Paris, you know, the we all stand her boss, we love her boss so yeah. much. She wore Schiaparelli in every single episode. Okay. Schiaparelli is a Famous old French fashion house. They're amazing. Couture. Scaparelli's dead, but amazing. Okay, here we go. And behold. Oh, okay. All right. So what we have here is a sheer number, and it's all bedazzled. Her her boobs, her nipples, her vagine. It's like a face covering her, all her important bits. She's got an incredible, like, crusted, and she didn't get this from, uh, what's that shop called? Uh, La Visa. No, this is real hand crystal embellishment. She looks like a comet, a jet, a star. It's like looking into the Milky Way, except, like, there's a beautiful goddess in the middle of the Milky Way. It is like a goddess in the night sky, and the stars have, like, encumbered around her body. They've gathered in the one spot, strategically placed so you cannot see her outer labia. And I'm giving that 10 out of 10. <laughs> I would say I liked it too. Okay. Okay. Nickers Kidman in Chanel. Well, Nickers Kidman straight away, she is doing a fashion recycle. We love it. We love to see an eco-conscious queen. This is the dress she wore for the Chanel uh, perfume number five. She shot that. Carl designed it. They drew it together. It is the same colour as her skin. It looks like she is shedding like the beautiful lizard that she is. Face is perfect. Hair is perfect. She looks stunning, but I hate that dress. Two out of ten. <gasps> wow, what a ride. Viola Davis, Valentino. Yes. Fucking this is ten out of ten. Okay, it is hot pink. We ha- it looks like she she skinned a flamingo and stepped into it and bedazzled it with a train and I back it or a muppet. Either way. Someone gave their life and it was fucking worth it. <laughs> ten out of ten. Okay, two two more of my favourites. Okay. Okay, I've got to have this one. Okay. Catherine Martin and her husband Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> it's amazing. Catherine Martin and Baz Luhrmann are exactly what I want from a couple at the Met Gala. They look like a wizard and a high priestess. Like the witch and the wizard have come together and they have fashioned their outfits in their own, with their with their animal kingdom in the bottom of their house. The squirrels and the birds have been sewing yeah. with Chanel, like the jacket, they're in black and white, classic tweed, lots of structure. And, like, it looks bonkers, but it is fashion. You know, if I was going to Central Casting and asking for the head of a fashion house, but they're a couple, mm. that's who. That's what I want. All right, two more. This is my favourite, Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X, for me, won the Met Gala. He is head-to-toe covered in, like, silver Swarovski crystals. He looks like an, a sexy alien that's come here to impregnate everybody with his superior sperm. Like, I'm living for it. The whole face is covered. His ass looks fucking lush. The net kiss. effect was he mooned basically every oh. other thing, and what a victory. And can I please be mooned? Mm. Whatever algorithm Lil Nas X is, I want to be on that m- algorithm. And finally... <laughs> Again, he shows up on my algorithm. Pedro Pascal in Valentino. Don't want to see perfect 10 out of 10. Don't even need to look. Don't even need to open my eyes. <laughs> but the red, the shorts, the schoolboy shorts with the long trench. So it's like he's a Matrix schoolboy. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm living for it. With the black socks put up, we get a hint of lead because Pedro knows what we want. And also that whole comment around red and everyone's going to hell and he would have set the right wing is off with this outfit. Because remember, you know, they've got this whole thing that the satanic cult of Hollywood oh, is taking is that over. What see, I went to, weirdly it looks to me like a red Dick Tracy bit in bike shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and that is our Met Gala fashion wrap-up. Before we move, oh, my God, I haven't even got to our announcement and we're already 36 minutes in. Jesus Christ. All right. So as promised, I went away and I wrote some Fernando Alonso, a Taylor Swift fan fiction. Mm. Now, I've decided you have to play the role of Taylor because it's racist for you to do Fernando because you're not European. Okay. Here we go. Fernando Alonso was scrolling through his emails when an invite popped in. It was to a fancy gala event in Paris. He went to delete it immediately as he normally hated those types of events. But then the name of the headliner caught his eye and the thought of being in the same room as her sent a wave of excitement through his tiny, wiry, yet powerful body. 
Before he could think about it for too long, he RSVP'd yes and clenched his strong, defined jaw in anticipation. His obsession with this famous woman had begun in 2012. He'd just finished as runner-up to the Drivers' Championship to Sebastian Vettel and was feeling disillusioned with motor racing. To add insult to injury, his girlfriend had dumped him after the race, saying she couldn't stand the stink of a loser mm. on him. Driving home devastated, a song came on the radio. We are never, ever, ever... That's technically my line. Getting, getting back together. Oh, sorry, I'll do that again. <laughs> yeah, hang on, I'll do it again. <laughs> Driving home devastated... <laughs> Driving home devastated, a song came on the radio. <laughs> we are never, ever, ever getting back together. He pressed the more info button on his car radio player. After the pivotal... <laughs> Oh, yeah, because you need that. You need to find out who oh, who is this anonymous. He singer? discovered that it was Taylor Swift, and this song was from the pivotal 2012 album Red. <laughs> Another sign that they were fated lovers, because Fernando's team at the time, Ferrari, their signature colour, <gasps> red. <laughs> from that moment on, Fernando was a diehard Swifty. He followed her on social media, and over the years they had exchanged flirty messages and liked each other's posts, but the gala would be the first IRL meeting. He knew she was recently single and planned to ask her out. The night of the gala dinner arrived. Fernando Alonso had bought a new suit for the occasion, and it was a black velvet tux. He slipped his boot lifts into his shoes because the short king... Because he's a short... <laughs> because he's a short king and he didn't want Taylor to tower over him too much. He also wore red jocks underneath for luck and for a conversation starter should the evening go as he planned. <laughs> Fernando Alonso arrived at the gala and scanned the room for Taylor. It wasn't hard to spot her. She radiated light and love. He walked straight towards her with a shy smile on his handsome face. Taylor spotted him immediately and her face lit up. He couldn't help but smile back as the warm glow of <laughs> lust took over his body. Fernando Alonso, as I live and breathe. Taylor greeted him. Hello, most magnificent woman. <laughs> yes, it is I, Fernando Alonso, replied Fernando Alonso. Oh my gosh, I am so happy to see you. I hate these events, and as I am recently single and here alone, well, except for my massive entourage and my cat, I'm all alone. You'll have your cat here? Fernando Alonso asked. Oh yes, I take her everywhere, replied Taylor. Taylor Swift, I would like to... <laughs> I would like to leave this place and take you on a romantic date. Your pussy can come too if she, if you like her too. <laughs> Fernando Alonso? Oh, you mean my actual pet cat. <laughs> you know what? I think I like that very much. Shall I arrange for my white palomino to be brought around the front? You're a white palomino? As in a horse? Fernando Alonso asked. Yeah, I ride a horseback everywhere. It just feels like I'm more connected to the earth that way. Oh, I also have a team of sparrows who do my hair and makeup. <laughs> Okay, yes. Let us ride through Paris on horseback, Taylor Swift. Fernando Alonso and Taylor spent the evening riding on horseback. <laughs> Fernando Alonso and Taylor spent the evening riding around on her horse Dream, taking in the twinkling lights of Paris. Fernando sat at the front as Taylor's strong arms secured him atop the horse. As they pulled up to Taylor's hotel, Taylor leaned in and whispered, Shall we continue this up in my room? <gasps> Fernando Alonso felt a ripple of excitement up his spine. He'd been picturing this moment for many years and now it was finally here. Yes, Taylor Swift, I would like that very much. Where shall we put your horse? Don't worry, Dream has been trained to always return back to my private jet. She'll be fine. Away, Dream, to the PJ! <laughs> Taylor slapped the horse's rear gently and she galloped off. <laughs> Alonso couldn't help but hope she'd do the same to him. <laughs> they walked into her private suite. It looked like an enchanted forest. Taylor saw the look of puzzlement on his face. Oh, I sent a setup team to make my room look like a fairy tale utopia. There is even a freshwater stream in the bathroom for us to frolic in. Fernando Alonso didn't know where to look. Taylor disappeared into a giant toadstool for a moment and reappeared dressed as a nymph. She handed him a pair of horse legs. I have a thing for sensuals. Do you mind taking your top off and strapping on these legs? It would be my honour, Taylor Swift, Fernando Alonso replied. In that moment... Fernando Alonso was glad <laughs> that he wore the red jocks. Oh, wow, what a triumph. To be continued. <laughs> I'm about to go to Paris. Well, in July, I'm taking my mother. Hi, gay. <laughs> <laughs> Seems right, though. All right, the time has come for you to lip sync. <laughs> I... 
have had a rather large announcement brewing in me. Now, if you were at the family meeting on Wednesday night, you know what's coming. If you weren't there, here it is. Here is my announcement. This feels weird because we're recording this before the family meeting and I haven't said it out loud yet. I know. I'm mm. just, I'm really enjoying that you're about to read from a statement. I've written a speech. It, you know, it's actually taking me back to Madonna Blonde Ambition until she was cancelled by the Pope and she said, I'm an Italian-American and I'm proud of it. Proud of being an American because it is the country I grew up in. The country that gave me the opportunities to be who I am today. And a country that believes in freedom of speech and artistic expression. That's what it feels like. That's the energy you have. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs> Here it is. Emsolation is leaving Spotify as an exclusive and we are branching out on our own completely. Totally independent entity. I want to kick off first by saying how much I've loved my time with Spotify and working with them has been a complete dream and totally restored my faith in the broadcasting process. It's been great. Mm. But at the start of this year when we began contract negotiations, my gut uh, was kind of yelling at me and I tried to ignore it but I couldn't. And as things kind of started dragging out with Spotify, I realised that I genuinely didn't want a large corporation controlling my brand or my content anymore. And look, while the relationship with Spotify has been super positive, I really want a direct relationship with my community and I want complete creative control and I especially want the opportunity to grow it beyond the constraints of only being available on Spotify. If I'm being completely honest, I really don't think that I need a big business middleman between me and my audience. So we have agreed to part ways and for the last six weeks or so, I have been planning what's next. Now, before we get to that, I know you're wondering, well, how's this going to affect me as an emsolator? What, what's going to happen? Well, the answer to that is not much. You'll still be able to hear us on Spotify if that's your preferred platform. But as of next week, you will also be able to hear us on every other podcast platform that includes Apple, Google Play, Pocket Cast, the lot. What changes for us? Fucking everything. <laughs> For the past two years, Spotify have paid me to make the podcast for them and they have covered all my production costs, which included staff wages, studio rental, all the things that go into making Emsolation. And now that I'm leaving them, I'm 100% solely responsible for financing this thing. So how am I going to do that? Well, that brings me to the second announcement and that is that we are launching Emsolation Extra. 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 It's Emsolation Extra. Extra, extra, yeah. <laughs> m Extra is a subscription-only podcast that you will get twice a week through a platform called Supercast. And the best part is once you subscribe, you can then set the m Extra up in your regular player and it will appear there, as will all the regular Thursday episodes. And I want to state very clearly that our regular Thursday episode will remain free to everybody. And I was advised against this by pretty much everyone. My business people felt that I should put the popular product, which is m straight behind the paywall from the get-go. And um, the thinking was that why would you all subscribe to Emsolation Extra if you're already getting something for free? And I pushed back really hard on that because I didn't want anyone to feel othered or, or, or excluded if they weren't in a position to subscribe. That's not what this community is about. But the facts are to be able to make Emsolation, we need Emsolation Extra to be successful. I was also told that the standard conversion rate of most podcast audiences to a subscription offering is only 2%. And in that meeting, I looked at them all and said, no, we're going to get 50. <laughs> so <laughs> the looks I got in those meetings were intimidating, but they don't know you all like I do. So what is Emsolation Extra? Well, every Tuesday you'll get an episode with me and it'll be less pop culture and more personal. We're going to be kicking off with a two-part series around marriage. <laughs> oh, I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> Scott and I are sitting down for a confronting, brutal chat. <laughs> hasn't been recorded yet. No. And I know it hasn't because Tell <laughs> no, I feel like it'll be visible on Em's face and in her psyche when it's recorded. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to make something that would help you all, that you could listen to, that you could perhaps play your significant other. And we're going to talk about everything that's kind of been involved in our very complex, at times troubled, at times triumphant relationship. 
So that's what we're going to be kicking off with. Emsolation Extra will be personal and I want to be able to tackle all the tricky, weird, nuanced, lovely parts of life. Will we have a dedicated phone number so I can have callers again? I've missed callers. So that'll be Tuesdays and on Thursdays, you will get the Emsolation Extra edition of Ask Me Anything where Michael and I will answer your questions exclusively. You'll write them down in the back end of Supercast. It's super easy to do and we will answer you. Each week you'll get a new AMA from Michael and I. Okay. Oh, God, I'm so sweaty. (laughs) There are other pets you can check out. The link is now live. And, look, I'll be honest, the best thing for us is if you buy a season pass. That's $89.95 up front and you get... 88 episodes of the podcast for that. Mm. So when you think about it, whenever I sell a hoodie or a ticket to my show, that's the same amount. Mm. If you just are willing to spend that $89.95, you'll get a season pass. You get the whole year of these extra Mm. perks. Mm. That's best for us. You can also buy monthly. You can also do one-offs. You can also gift a subscription. (sighs) And you can still buy a hoodie if you can afford it as well. but we haven't got those. Oh, shit. I just wanted to make... This the thing that you do to support us this year. I don't want to complicate it with merch. No. And, you know, this is it. So I've hired someone specifically. Her name's Lauren. She looks like Shiv from Succession. That's how serious <laughs> I am. She's going to guide you. She's she's in charge of, you know, it's going to be really professional. I, I want to grow this so large that it enables me to make amazing big things. Like we're talking Emsolation TV and uh, like a whole empire. And I'm going to do this just directly with you all. And I've agonised over this, Michael. I've agonised. I can confirm she has agonised. I've gone back and forth. She's been from pillar to post. Oh, God, I really have. But I'm always telling everyone to back themselves and to trust their gut. And I realised that uh, I needed to take my own advice. So I hope you all understand. I hope you're all excited. Weirdly, I hope you're proud of me. (laughs) I don't know why. Um... And if you have decided to subscribe, this autistic ADHD female-run small business thanks you because I literally will not be able to do this if enough if you don't decide to come on the adventure. Uh, if you can't subscribe, you're not in a financial position to, I get it and I do not hold that against you and I will continue to make free content on all my platforms for you. And as I said, Thursday Emsolation will remain free for as long as I can make it. So that's it. That's the announcement. <sighs> do you feel relieved? Do you feel excited? I'm just worried that, you know, like people are going to hear this and be like, oh, that's nice, and then like only 10 people are going to subscribe. And I think my big fear is that I'll have to wind up emsolation. And that is, I think, why I felt so, like, worried about going out on my own because I'm kind of putting the thing I love most at risk. But I really believe my community will get it and and come along with me and I just want to make stuff and no TV station will fucking have me and I can't get other people to make the things I want so I just have to go out and make them myself for the people who are going to, you know, consume them. Mm. And this is the only way. Mm. But I don't know, Michael. I'm afraid it's going to, like, piss everyone off and that's it. Bye-bye. No. Everyone will understand. And also they'll love that it's, I mean, they'll love that the Thursday episode's going everywhere on everything. Yeah. 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 Not just on Spotify, everywhere. So um, that's the thing I've been hanging on to. Emsolation Extra is going to be amazing. The AMAs will be great. And and then, you know, I'm, my ultimate goal is to be able to put something out every day so that the bigger the subscription grows, the, the bigger that side of the business gets, the more I can make. So, M Daily. Yeah. M Daily. Wow. Truly, you'll have me on your on your way home or whatever. Certainly won't be in, on your way in. I'm not getting up early ever again. <laughs> All right, this has been a super long app. We've gone everywhere. It has, but that's the kind of value you can expect. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I won't try and sell anything no, ever again. please do. I need everybody to do it. So if you'd like to just subscribe... All the information is on our socials, but it's um, we're over at Supercast. You just search for Emsolation, but don't worry. Go to our Instagram. There'll be a newsletter. I'm, I will be pushing this everywhere, even though I'm immensely uncomfortable about that. So um, if you can spare the eighty nine ninety five, you're covered for 12 months, all those shows, and just think about it. You would normally come to see me do a live show or buy some merch. I'm not doing that this year. This is your way to support me this year. Okay, that's it. That's enough from me. I'm going to go vomit. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!
breaking news. I just felt like because I pressed it so many times. I feel like we need like an inspirational anthem. What about this? When it began, you know what it was reminding me of when you started that speech? What? I was getting a vibe of that Missy Higgins song, I don't know what I've done or if I like what I've begun, but something told me to run. It was that vibe. But then by the end, oh. it felt like a real, like it felt like you wanted a gay anthem. Okay. Like you built. You built from the searching ballad to the triumphant anthem, I felt. Good for her. Yeah, that's better. Okay. Woo! Good for her. Good for her. Good yes. For her. This week's good for her is good M. For her. <laughs> Bye, everyone. This is Emsolation. All right, gang. My goodness. Finally, it's out there in the universe. My news. I'm so happy. We already have a lot of subscribers. We need more, though. I'm telling you, at time of recording... I said the number on the live. If you want to go back and watch the announcement, you can. The links are all on our socials. If you have already subscribed, you are directly a part of hopefully what is going to be a whole big thing. I just want to just grow and become this painfully present, just always looming media conglomerate. This is my dream and we're going to do it together with no middleman, no one involved, no one taking advertising. It'll just be you and I, which has always been the dream. But I again especially want to thank Prithi and Ben from Spotify. Prithi, you believed in me, you fought for me. We were the first Australian exclusive on Spotify and I know you're listening and I want to thank you from the absolute bottom of my heart for allowing me to truly be myself and turn in emsolation into what it is. You, you never got in my way, you only encouraged. And to Ben, Benedict, um, I see you. You're the big boss. You took your time. You came to me. We had our chats. We get each other. Thank you for taking me you know, under your wing and all the things that you did. But it is time for Mummy to leave the nest. Off I go. Won't be the last I work with Spotify, obviously, but it's time. It's time. It's time. All right, gang. Please subscribe if you can. I'm going to be saying that a lot over the next week. And as always, check out all the socials. There'll be a newsletter going out today if you are a part of our pen pal list. And I also want to let all of our patrons know you'll be getting contacted. We'll figure it out. We'll transfer you. We'll cancel it. You can re-sign up. Don't worry if you're a patron already of Emsolation, uh, Ben, myself and Lauren, who I've bought on board now, we will get to you in the next few days and it will be sorted. Don't be anxious. It's going to be okay. And thank you for being a patron. You are an early adopter. All right. I'm exhausted. It's 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Ugh. No, guys is exclusionary. And I try not to say guys because... You know, there's non-binary people and there's girls and this is why we're trying to say guys anymore. Bye, Emsolators. Like what you heard and want more? Emsolation is a totally independent, neurodivergent, female-led podcast which you can help support by subscribing to Emsolation Extra. Get exclusive bonus episodes every Tuesday. Question time with Em and Michael, pre-show meetings, videos of the podcast recording, pre-sale access to live events and discount merch, a weekly newsletter and so much more. Help us by subscribing now or gift a subscription to someone you love at emsolation.supercast.com or get the link via Emsolation Socials. Emsolation with M. Rossiano is recorded at Down the Hill Studios, hosted by M. Rossiano with Michael Lucas. Executive produced by Benjamin Wosley. Produced by M. Rossiano. Edited by Ezekiel Fenn. Socials by M. Rossiano, Benjamin Wosley, Lauren Miko and Marcella Rossiano-Barrow with assistance from Jem Evans and Georgia Watt. Follow us on Instagram at Emsolation Podcast and join other Emsolators at the Emsolation Group on Facebook. The answer is Harry Styles. Please take the time to share this podcast with a friend. Give us a five-star rating and make sure you're following us on whatever podcast app you use by hitting the follow button. Thanks for listening and we can't wait to chat with you again soon. Emsolation.